We're on the road with Mickey, we're gonna have some fun. Regardless of the rain or sun, our trip has just begun. So buckle up, let's go, we're about to start the show. And maybe if you like us, you'll see where else we'll go. Hi everyone, I'm Sophie, he's Mike. Welcome to our little corner of the podcasting universe. Hopefully you like the sound of our voices and you want to stick around for the show. Not that it stays in one place for long. I mean, after all, we are on the road with Mickey. So hop in the car and buckle up your skate belts because we've got an awesome adventure this week. Now a brief rundown before we get moving. First up, our roundtable talk where we'll discuss the main topic for this week followed by some Disney trivia ranging from Disney history to a random Disney character of the day. Well, that's just about it. Everybody ready? Let's get this show on the road. Hey, everyone. I'm Mike, and she's Sophie. Hello. And we're on the road with Mickey. This is episode number 46 for November 16th, 2020, and our feature topic is a fun one. And Mm -hmm. we're, we're calling that right out. And if anyone at Walt Disney Imagineering is listening, have at it and take our ideas and run with them. Yep. But our feature topic is Attraction Refresh. Which one, how, and why? And so, I have to say that I think we both went a little bit overboard with our refresh, but I think it's great. I think they're both great ideas, and I th- I really like them both, so... I don't yeah. care if we went overboard. Yeah, me too. Um, I think I think it's a fun way of generating some some discussion and just letting your mind go and just figuring out what would you do if, you know. But of course, before our feature topic, we want to go through our cheddar from the big cheese, and I have some cheddar that we've looked up that I think we're both going to be. We're going to be wigging out about. So I'll start Mm -hmm. us off. Okay, Sophie? Okay, have at it. So tonight, after park closing, the Magic Kingdom is going to be testing fireworks. (gasps) Yay! That's my line, is yay. (laughs) Too bad. I'm excited. (laughs) So that's big deal. I don't know if you're going to be in that area, if you're staying at a... At a resort, you know, one of the Magic Kingdom resorts, you might hear it. So mm-hmm. if if it were me, I'd be staying up late to see if I could hear the fireworks. Oh, yeah. And personally, if that were the case, I would be jealous of the people who were over at the Grand Floridian because I think they would have the best view. Or I would try and make a Cali, a Cali grill. Well, yeah, but I didn't think that the Contemporary was open. Uh, the restaurants are open, and the and the contemporary is open. Yeah. Oh, so the so. contemporary has the best view. In that case, I'm jealous of them. <laughs> yeah, but we don't need to be jealous. No, we need to be happy for them. Yeah. So. So I next... just think that's exciting. So Sophie, you take the next one. Mm-hmm. The next two, in fact. Yes, indeed, because everyone knows how much I love the holidays and especially the new year especially this year. But thankfully, we're talking about both of those with me. And if you are going to attend the Epcot International Festival of Arts in 2021, 
then I have some great news for you. The Voices of Liberty will be returning to the American Adventure and will be performing a brand new showcase called the Disney Songbook at the American Gardens Theater. I think that's exciting. And from what I understand, they're performing in the in the amphitheater, the gardens in the mm-hmm. theater, because that way more people can see them and it'll be more spaced out. Yeah. So I think that makes perfect sense. Yes, I think it does too. Plus everyone knows that amphitheaters have great acoustics. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that, but I'll, I'll act like I did. <laughs> I do because I've took music. All right. And then Scaling back a little bit to this year for the holiday season, we already talked about how Cinderella Castle was decorated for Christmas last week, and it has some new holiday overlays for the castle after dark. Mm -hmm. But at Hollywood Studios, the same thing is happening at the Hollywood Tower Hotel, otherwise known as the site of one of my favorite rides, the Tower of Terror. And you can see those overlays on Instagram with Chip and Co. That's right. At least that's where we saw them. That's we don't know we if they're that. anywhere else, but they look great. I am certain they are everywhere all over the internet and Instagram and everywhere in between. But that's where we saw those. So, mm-hmm. so I grabbed so go, the image. I grabbed the link. So go look at Chip and Co.'s Instagram because they're they're really cool with their Instagram. And I really like them. Yeah. And then next up is for you, Daddy. Why don't you tell us what's going on? Yeah, just a little something. If you have Disney gift cards, one of the things that you can do with your Disney gift cards is you can register them on the DisneyGiftCard.com website. Um, and, And that's something you can do if you wanted to, like, combine a bunch of small ones into one big one, you know? Um But Disney has let us know that they are going to be updating the DisneyGiftCard.com website. And if you have gift cards stored on there, you need to make sure that you have the Disney gift cards because all of the accounts on the site that are already there will be wiped out. So you won't have access to your account anymore after January 19th, 2021. Mm. So if you have gift cards on there, you really want to make sure that you get that handled. I don't know if you can request a physical gift card from, from there or, or what. I don't know. I don't use the site that much. So, um, so I just don't know. But you might want to check into this a little bit. So, And yep. from what I understand, after they do the conversion on the, on the 19th, it'll be up and running on the 20th. And your your my disney experience account and everything like that will work with it and probably they're doing this so that if you get a gift card an electronic gift card you can just link it into your my disney experience is my guess on that so Mm -hmm. all right so sophie you want to remind us how we can get in touch or how the how the listeners can get in touch with us of course it's very easy to do so so go ahead and make sure that we hear from you because we love to do so and you can check us out on our facebook group that is on the road with mickey on facebook you can also if you are listening to us through our podcast you can see the episodes 
on YouTube with On the Road with Mickey. And you can also check out our, out our Instagram, which is also On the Road with Mickey. And if you have something you want to tell us, you can also email us at, you guessed it, info at On the Road with Mickey. And then, of course, you can. Com. Yes. <laughs> yes, but of course, all emails. Well, I guess there are a few that aren't, but we're not a school, so it's not EDU with us. It's C-O-M. Yep. So. And then, of course, you can leave us a voicemail on our phone number, which is 919-799-8390. I know, not on the road with Mickey. It's going to be so hard to remember, so I'm going to say it again. 919-979-8390. Let's say it one more time. Yep, one more. 919-979-8390. That is our phone number. Give us a call. We would love to hear from you. Honey, I think you got it backwards. It's 919-799-8390. That's what I said. I I was here in 979, but anyway. No. So anyway, there you have it. (laughs) And now you should remember it by now since we've said it like four times. times. (laughs) Yep. All right, then. Let's All get right. into our feature topic. Daddy, do you want to go first? No, I don't. Um, okay. I want you to go first, unless you want me to go first. How about um, how about, we, how about say- we talk about what we were thinking, okay? Okay. So our feature topic is, like we said, attraction refresh, which one, how, and why. And, um, you know, I posed this as a question in the group um, on the, on the road with Mickey group on Facebook. And I got quite a bit of um, response. So I thought, why don't we tell our listener choices first? Okay. And um, I don't know how they would refresh them, but I would love to hear it. Yeah. Courtney um, said that Peter Pan needs to be refreshed. Hmm. And for her, it, she knows how iconic it is. And everything like that But for her The sets need to be updated And things like that So some of the artwork And, and stuff like that needs to be redone Yeah um, So I, it'd be interesting to see What they would do about it um, Kathy Said that she Sees It's a Small World Needing to be redone That it feels um, Kind of stale I think is the word she used Mm-hmm. Um, and then listener Cindy said that journey into imagination would be great to refresh and to make it more like it was at the beginning. I would agree with that. I've never actually seen the original journey into imagination. However, <laughs> I have listened to the song that accompanies the ride and I really like it. I like the original dream finder. Yeah. And then Jeff said that Tomorrowland Speedway needs to be refreshed. And and actually, um, Deb and Mommy both agree with him. And yeah. he, he went to the point of saying that um, that he would redo the cars and make them look like cars from the movie Cars. 
Hmm, so kind of like Radiator they, Springs? Yeah, uh, yeah, but not not the scenes, uh, but the but the track and kind of put some of the stuff there, you know, so that you know that it's like a car sort of car sort of thought process. Me? I was thinking that you know what would be cool to me is take out the gasoline engines, make them all electric and see if you can't do a um do some sort of partnership with Tesla and make Ooh. it the Tesla Tomorrowland Speedway. That would actually be really good. So. And then lastly, and you know what? Yeah. I w- this is just me. You know how much I like the 50s, but I would make them all to be f- futuristic 50s aesthetic cars. There you go. There you go. May then, not be correct, but hey. Yeah. And then lastly, Monica said that um, this was a tough question, but for her, she doesn't really like the way the animatronics are done for the Little Mermaid ride. And so she would work on them. Yeah. Okay. I I get that. I get that. So... So there's a lot of a lot of discussion, and I thought it was kind of fun to see where people's what people were thinking, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so with that intro, Sophie, tell me what you would refresh. What would you do? Me. Yes. I you. have to say that I would refresh the flying carpets of Aladdin. And not only would I refresh it, I would expand it. Yeah. And also partially replace it, but mainly move it and expand it into something even greater. Okay. So so tell me what you're thinking. Go ahead with your thought process here. All right. So this is where I say I went overboard. I want to create a whole new land to be added onto the Magic Kingdom. At first, I was thinking I just wanted to expand Adventureland the way that Fantasyland has been expanded. But then I decided, hmm, you know, I want to make it into a whole new land of its own. And it can be situated just outside the current area of the park. And it can be almost like it's attached to both Frontierland and Adventureland. And it's going to be themed around Agrabah. Okay. So, do you have a name for the land? I do not. Do you want I, to just call it Agrabah? Aladdin land. <laughs> Agrabah works. Aladdin land. <laughs> that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, no. But the point of the land... Agrabah is that you walk out of Adventureland or Frontierland into a desert. So it works for Frontierland because it has the sand like Big Thunder Mountain. That's why it works for me. And then it also works because it has the Cave of Wonders and the adventure of Aladdin for Adventureland. And there would be a bunch of whole new different rides that could be included into the land itself i was even thinking of the flying carpets becoming like a virtual reality ride for 
Soren or Flight of Passage, kind of like those two. And then there can be an actual true roller coaster where you're riding through the Cave of Wonders, or maybe they can be switched, who knows? But I like the idea of both of those things. And of course, there will be the meet and greets. This is where you can meet Jasmine, Aladdin, the genie, all those different characters. And I just think it would be really awesome. And then in place of where the flying carpets of Aladdin is right now, there can be like a little performance area like mm -hmm. there are in Pandora with the drums or there are a lot of different places where actors that work for the park will come out and perform different shows like beating drums, playing music, that sort of thing. It can become like that. Okay. And then of course to pay homage to what was originally there can there can be a tiny little pedestal with a lamp. There you go. Mm-hmm. Wow. And weren't you saying that um that for the roller coaster for the Cave of Wonders, would you shut down Big Thunder Mountain? No, 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 no. And no, make no, it no, into the no. Cave of Wonders? Absolutely not. So you would have Big Thunder Mountain and you would have Cave of Wonders. Yes. So you would make a second one, not retheme the Big Thunder Mountain. That is correct. Okay. No, I could never take down Big Thunder Mountain. Not oh, until the think day. Think of the that... controversy, Sophie. I know. That's why I'm not. I am not messing with Big Thunder Mountain until the day that the rails break. Okay. You heard it here first, people. We are not messing. With Big Thunder Mountain. Correct. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think that's a great idea. Um, I don't know if it'll work or not, but I don't I don't get paid to work and figure out how I make it work. So that's not my deal, you know? Yeah. It's not my deal either. I'm but not I'll, an imagineer. Yeah. But you know what? I have um, I gave this a lot of thought, probably way too much thought, if truth be told. Um, and actually, Mommy and I got a little bit creative on our own with this. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, because, you know, I, I read the responses from the listeners and, you know, and that was all well and good. And and all that. And that's what I was originally thinking when I posed the question. I was talking about a specific attraction. Mm -hmm. But the more I thought about it, the more I became convinced that for me, it wasn't just an attraction that needed to be redone. That it went above and beyond all of that. And for me... I started thinking about the parks. You know, there's been so much done at Hollywood Studios with Star Wars Land, with Galaxy's Edge, and with um, and with Toy Story Land. You know, there's been so much work put in there. Magic Kingdoms has so much work done. Um, Epcot is having a boatload of work done, you know. Mm -hmm. And the one park outside of Pandora that hasn't had a lot done lately is Animal Kingdom. You know? So I started thinking, you know, we should do something to the safari ride. 
and we should improve it somehow. But the more I thought about it, the more I was like, how can they? There's nothing you can really do, you know? And besides, I like the safari ride the way it is. Yeah, and then I started thinking, well, maybe we should do something to Cali River Rapids. And then I thought, but what would you do? What would you do? And then you also thought, and then Sophie would be heartbroken. Well, not if it's still a raft ride, but really Fair all enough. that does is change the backstory, right? You know, so yeah. so there's Fair really enough. not a whole lot you can do. And the backstory for Cali River Rapids is an incredible backstory. Mm-hmm. So, so I started thinking, well, maybe we need to change a show. Not a show like Lion King. Um, maybe a show like Indiana Jones or Beauty and the Beast or Finding Nemo or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. But I just couldn't wrap my head around what needed to be changed and how to change it to make it really work. But then I thought about this. And I thought about Dino Land USA. And Dino Land USA is in serious need of work, in my opinion. It is. As it, of right um, now, everything is shut down in Dino, Dino Land USA. Except Dinosaur. Yep. So the it might as well be I shut down, hate. right, So. <laughs> I, dinosaur isn't. I don't even consider Dinosaur to be part of Dino Land USA just because it is so vastly different from everything else about it. Yeah. So, anyway. what I consider to be part of Dinoland USA needs to be worked on. Yeah. Well, I've got it. I've got your your needs taken care of, Sophie. Mm-hmm. And I propose... Do. You're a good father. Thank you. I propose that Dinoland USA gets renamed and we call it Russell and Carl's Adventureland. Mm. And get this, you're walking in right where you start Dino Land USA and you've got the um what is it? The dig site, right? Yeah. And right now the dig site's closed. Mm-hmm. Instead of making it a dig site where you're digging for dinosaur dinosaur bones, you turn it into a wilderness explorer camp. So you start in one section and you work your way through. And as you work your way through, you start collecting your wilderness explorer badges. Okay. And when you're done, you've, you're finished you've got all the wilderness explorer badges that you need and you might even we might even be able because you know it's got the big play area where you can kind of climb around and whatnot in it Mm -hmm. so maybe you maybe you have a section where you go snipe hunting Ooh, you know like like mr frederickson sent russell to go look for snipes Mm -hmm. not realizing that snipes were fictitious animals and don't exist Oh, they clearly exist. Look at Kevin. Yeah, but Kevin's not a snipe. <laughs> so anyway, that is phase one. You have a wilderness explorer site instead of the dig site. Okay. Yep. And then 
right now you've got Triceratops spin. Okay. We change it mm-hmm. and we call it Paradise Falls Flyers. And instead of having the dinosaurs that you climb in, you've got some of them that look like the house from up and some of them that look like the blimps and you climb into those. And it's a similar sort of thing. You know, it's Paradise Falls Flyers. It's it's still, you know, a kid's circular thing like Dumbo and so forth. But you change the ride vehicles. And then instead you put like um, you put like balloons over the top. Like you are flying, you know, to Paradise Falls. I really like it. I really like it. And then you've got Primeval World, which we all know has has shut down. And, and in fact, I think they even pulled out all of the ride vehicles and so forth. But if they wanted to resurrect that, we put, open it back up and we th- retheme it. Instead of calling it Primeval World, we call it Escape from the Ravine. And this ride simulates the escape that the that um that Russell and Carl and Kevin and Doug that they all had to do when they were trying to avoid getting captured by the the pack of dogs and the roller coaster the spinning of it and the dropping and everything like that that becomes the escape from the ravine mhm and i think that would be so <laughs> that would be great and i especially like the other things that you have written here so yeah. please do tell us about that and then we've got our table service it used to be what is it restaurants of source i don't remember if that's the exact name that's uh, it what was it's when... called right now okay um well we rename it and we call it carl and ellie's mm-hmm. and it's a table service restaurant And then we've also got a kiosk. This kiosk is known to our family as a place where we could get the jumbo turkey leg. Used Um, to, yes. And instead of that, we call it Kevin's Treats. Mm -hmm. And it sells candy bars because Kevin loves candy bars. Yep, chocolate. And probably probably ice cream, too. Yeah, probably ice cream. So it's a little kiosk. And then, um, you know, we've got the the shopping. What's the shopping? Um, um, what's their names, Sophie? I remember it. I remember it. I remember it. I don't remember it. I don't either. But we rename it, and we call hmm. it Russell's Outfitters. And it sells gear, and it sells trinkets, and it sells clothing so that you can get your Wilderness Explorer costumes and outfits and and you know everything you yep. need to dress your your son or daughter up as a wilderness out uh, wilderness explorer yep chester and hester's chester and hester thank you that's mm-hmm. what it was um and then lastly as you're winding around you come to what used to be dinosaur okay okay but dinosaur is gone. Okay. 
And instead of dinosaur, you take your journey to Paradise Falls. And it's a ride where you are doing exactly what Carl and Russell did and what he wanted to do with Ellie, which was to go to Paradise Falls. But in this case, you're in your house, you're in the house, and you are navigating, and you've got breezes blowing, and you've got to watch out, and you you get whipped around a little bit, and... You end up having to land, and you're at Paradise Falls. Hmm. And I have to say, ride. I have to say that that one, I'm actually a little bit skeptical on. Really? Yeah. As much as I hate dinosaur, and I say that very strongly, I hate dinosaur. I could never change it. Why not? Because I know other people who love it so much. Yeah. But if you're changing the land, you can't have dinosaur. Okay. Well, hmm, let me think. That's my thought on it. So, and that's where I would put, I would replace dinosaur with Journey to Paradise Falls. Yeah. I think that in order to make it work for me, we would have to kind of include a bunch, we would have to make up a bunch of other creatures that can be found at Paradise Falls and include that in the ride and have it be you've already landed in South America and you are trekking through the jungle and the dogs, Charles Muntz's dogs, are chasing after you. Nah. I like the way I did it. But, you know, it's not for me to decide. It's for the Imagineers to make this work. Yeah. So we're calling on them to do this right now. <laughs> <laughs> sure. And then, of course, we always leave open that little area for them to say no. Yeah. But anyway, so that's what I would do. Dino Land USA becomes Russell and Carl's Adventureland. Mm-hmm. And And all these things are subject to debate and discussion, so. Yeah. In that case, I would also change it to Russell and Carl's Adventures in South America. Yeah, but But that's just me. really long, so. Yeah, that's just me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, what do you think, Sophie? Was that a good feature topic? I think it was. I think it was a very good feature topic. Okay. I hope everyone else thinks it was a good feature topic as well. Because I don't have anything else for our feature topic today. And Mm -hmm. that means it's time to talk about this day in Disney history. Yeah. And that's, that's your gig. So, what do you got for us, Sophie? I have only got one thing for November 16th. Okay. But and it's fairly recent, but I am very attached to it. Okay. The new Broadway stage musical Mary Poppins oh. opens at Disney's new Amsterdam Theater in New York City 
on November 16th, 2006. Okay. The show features Ashley Brown as Mary and Gavin Lee, direct from the hit London cast, as Bert. This evening's cast also includes Daniel H. Jenkins as George Banks, Rebecca Luker as Winifred Banks, and Jane Carr as Mrs. Brill. Wow. Yes. And I am very attached to it because it is one of the few Broadway musicals that I have seen in person, not on Broadway, unfortunately, but I saw it at the Deepak Theater in North Carolina with Uh my parents. That's right. We did see it on Valentine's Day. I don't remember the year, but Mm -hmm. um, it was probably 2007 or 2008, and it snowed that day. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I was a little bit older. Okay. I don't remember when it was there, but it was really cool to see it. Mm -hmm. And it was a little bit different from the movie, I remember. It was different. They had a lot more... Um, storyline Storyline with regards to Was it Bert's uncle? Um, it was more with regards I thought it was more with regards To how the children Interacted with Mary Poppins Especially when she took her day off Well, yeah. her week off And they I don't want to spoil too much, but by now I think many of us have seen it, if we are ever going to see it. And they also included a new substitute nanny who came in while Mary Poppins was away on her time off. And that nanny was absolutely horrible. (laughs) Tell me how you really feel about that, Sophie. (laughs) (laughs) But then again, I was a kid, so of course I'm biased. There you go. <laughs> I'm biased towards those who are practically perfect in every way. Yep, exactly. Okay. Well, that's a good history. And you mm-hmm. know, that was fairly recent, but it was still 14 years ago. It was. So that's... Wait, oh my gosh, it was. So... I didn't even realize. Yeah. For some reason, I thought it was still the 2010. The Who's Who character. So I'm putting on my glasses. And my character, I'm going to let you guess. Based on what I was talking about, who it might be. Based off of your... Of your... Attraction refresh? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Boy or girl? Just pick something. Or someone. I'm going to pick Russell. Yeah, because why not, right? Yeah. So. It was Russell or Ellie for me. Well, it was definitely Russell in this instance. And as we all know, Russell is Mr. Fredrickson's neighbor, and he is the most prepared eight-year-old junior wilderness explorer in history. He has a GPS-integrated wrist-top personal navigator, mm-hmm. high-performance night vision binoculars with a digital camera, and a long-range scope, a self-cooling and self-heating canteen, and an infrared digital compass with a built-in pedometer. Mm. 
The only problem is that he's never taken his equipment anywhere except the camping museum downtown. Everything he knows about nature, he learned from books, and he doesn't have any real-life wilderness experience. This hardly dampens his enthusiasm because he knows once he gets his assisting the elderly badge and is promoted to the rank of senior wilderness explorer, his dad will be super proud of him and will pin on his badge at a father-son ceremony. The boy's greatest hope is to reconnect with his father at the ceremony, but to do so, but to do that, he must hound Carl Fredrickson with assistance, even to the ends of the earth and back. And it's kind of sad, but here's a did you know. Did you know that Russell's parents are separated? Yes, I did. His father moved out and does not see his son often. And that's why he's so gung-ho about helping Mr. Fredrickson so that his dad can be at his ceremony. Mm-hmm. That's just sad. But here's a lighter did you know. Did you know that one of Russell's badges has a Pixar symbol, the Luxo ball on it? I did not. I did not either. And I'm trying to find it and looking at the picture. Yeah. And I can't. Whoop. Where I, is it? Where is I will it? find it, dang it. Let me see here. Okay, so that's it won't where. Work. It won't work. Oh, well. I'm have... I found it. You found it? You've got an image pulled up on the computer? Yep, I got an image. And it is down near the bottom of his badge thing. The mm-hmm. place where he keeps all his badges. So, yeah. I found it, but it's kind of hard to see it. It'll probably be hidden underneath his arm. Okay. Okay. But anyway, that's the only did you know I've got. And so... Nice. That takes us to our Walt Disney quote. And it's a simple quote. And it's a very important quote, too, though. And Walt says, everyone needs deadlines. Even the beavers. They loaf around all summer, but when they are faced with the winter deadline, they work like fury. If we didn't have deadlines, we'd stagnate. Ah. Deadlines are super important. If we didn't have a deadline each week, then on the road with Mickey would not happen. You mm-hmm. know? And sometimes we gotta we gotta, you know, change the deadline a little bit. You know, life gets in the way and everything like that. But we have a deadline so that we can make the show happen. And that's you know, today our deadline was Saturday. And that's where we are right now. It's a Saturday and we're recording and I'll work it all up and it'll get posted for, um, for air on Monday, you know? So, yep. but, but deadlines are important. Otherwise stuff doesn't happen. Yeah. All right. 
So, all right. So that's well, all I've got for my Walt Disney quote. And now it's time to talk about our charity spotlight. Yeah. You know, we've been focusing all, what, since the beginning of October, I guess? Yep, that would be the start of it. On our Noose River Golden Retriever Rescue um, charity. And that's who we are focusing on from now until the end of December, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And so we chose Noose River Golden Retriever Rescue, and you can find them online at goldenrescuenc.com. Dot org, and we found them um, when we were first looking to get a dog. And mommy found them, and we looked into it, and we found out that they had some meet and greets where you can meet the animals. And we went to a couple, and then we met Reagan. And Reagan immediately took a liking to Sophie. He put his paw on Sophie's leg. Mm-hmm. Knee? My knee, yeah. Like he was saying, I pick you. And that's mm-hmm. what that's what he did, and that's what we did. We picked River. I mean Reagan. And then when he passed away, a few little while after he passed away, because he was a senior, we got River. And when we looked at River, we imagined him as if he was Reagan when Reagan was younger. Um, because River is six years old and we got him when he was two and we first were fostering him because he needed to finish his treatments for heartworm. And so once that was done, we were able to adopt him and that's what we did. So, um, so Reagan and River have been awesome and they were awesome dogs for us to have. And River Mm -hmm. is coming into his own. He, um, He's six, but sometimes he acts like a pup, you know? He's still a pup. And they don't... he gets so excited when, when we're home, and he gets on the couch and puts his head down in our laps, and he's waiting for Sophie to come home so that he can love on her for a little bit. And every time we FaceTime with her, then yep. he gets right up and says, oh, hey, Sophie, and he puts his <laughs> nose on the screen. Yeah. So, and he is the most adorable dog. Yeah. But they don't stop being puppies. Not for a while. No. Not for a very long time. Yeah. And you and know. And to think, I was the one who taught him to get up on the couch. Yeah. And you know, we had talked um, previously. You were the one. I mean, the day, the night we went and actually filled out the paperwork to adopt River. We got home and we sat down on the couch and Sophie said, come on. And she patted the couch cushions and River jumped up and he's been on that couch ever since practically. Yep. With his head in someone's lap. Yep. And we had talked about how through the end of September, Noose River had adopted out 113 dogs. Well, Through the end of October, they updated the website. Mm -hmm. Through the end of October of 2020, they have now adopted out 136. So that means they adopted out 23 in the month of October. And that's awesome. That's awesome. That's great. So so 
in addition to their normal fundraising, they have calendars that you can order. Um, mm-hmm. They have pet care fall clothing fundraisers that they're having. Um, yep. They have a Golden on the Green virtual charity golf tournament. Um, normally that's done in person, but you can make a donation and you can um, donate that way. And they actually are getting dogs internationally. So they've got um, dogs coming from Turkey, China, Kosovo, some more dogs coming from China and Turkey. So that, mm-hmm. you know, they've, they're doing a lot to, to rescue Goldens wherever they need to be rescued from. And, um, and if you are interested, then please go check them out. And they have a donate button right on their website. So, but that is our charity spotlight for today. Yeah. And, um, and then lastly, just wanted to say that On the Road with Mickey is sponsored by Pixie Vacations by Mike Ellis and Tech Solutions NC. So if you have any computing or travel needs, reach out to us. Tech Solutions is found at techsolutionsnc.com or on Facebook. And you can reach Mike for travel needs at mike at pixievacations.com or on Facebook at Pixie Vacations by Mike Ellis. So thank you, everyone for joining us sophie great topic thank great you. ideas i think thank they're... you for coming up with it actually this was your idea this episode yeah. yeah um but i'm glad that that we had fun with it um and just a reminder if you're watching us on youtube do us a favor like the like the channel subscribe to it you know leave us a comment um, let us know that you like it, you know, and, yeah. and share it with your friends. You know, we, we post pretty much weekly. So, so, um, so share it with your friends mm-hmm. and, All right, then. and thanks everyone for joining us. So we yep. will see you, see on, the you on the road. Bye. Bye.